We're your hosts, Alexa and Melissa. Thanks for joining us. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining another conversation with the Midwest Mamas. We are so excited to bring you this conversation today. We have been wanting to since basically we started this podcast, find just incredible interior decorators and just try to learn more about the profession. And we just have such a desire to decorate ourselves (laughs) in a neat and a fun way. And so we have been dreaming of just interviewing someone or some people that just have that magic touch of just bringing beauty to anything they create. And we were so excited to interview House of Jade Interiors, Kirsten and Erin. They are two of just the most genuine, fun, kind people we've had the pleasure of talking to. They were very real with us and um, just gave some great tips and ideas for how to decorate our home, not only during this upcoming busy holiday season, but just year round. And so it was fun to just kind of hear the background of how they got started with their growing successful business. And we are so glad that they just shared with us. So thank you for listening. We hope you enjoy listening to House of Jade Interiors as much as we do. Hello, everyone. We are so excited for our next guests on our show. We have House of Jade Interiors, Erin and Kirsten. Can you say hi, ladies? Hi. Uh, We are so excited to have you on our show. Thank you so much for being on our show. So for our listeners, who haven't um, heard of you before, can you give them just a little background about yourselves and where you're from and what you do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for having us. This is very fun. Um, so I'm Erin, and I actually grew up in Sandy, um, Utah, and um, oh. I currently live in Riverton. And um, I have three children and my husband and I have lived in our home for a little over two years now. And, um, we moved out, um, to kind of like this, it's not way remote, but it feels like it's remote in the middle of a city kind of. And we have a little mini farm out here and we just, Oh wow. So she don't, she has 17 chickens, 17 chickens. Oh Oh, my gosh. Four she found out she had 17. <laughs> I recounted. <laughs> <laughs> How many chickens do you have? That's a problem. Yeah. So. Wow. And, um, and then I'm Kirsten, Aaron's business partner, and I live, we just live about 20 minutes from each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've been friends for 10 years yeah. now. So, oh. And I have four kids um, and just one dog. <laughs> oh, you forgot your dog. Aaron has oh, a I dog, too. Dog. Yeah. <laughs> So no chickens for you? No, not yet. Maybe one day. But I'm not allowed to have as many where I live. I live in like a neighborhood with an HOA. So. Oh, yes. You just enjoy Aaron's chickens and goats. It's very fun. <laughs> that is fun. And so how did you meet each other? You said you've been friends for 10 years. And so where did you guys meet? Well, we used to be neighbors. So Aaron, um, we lived in the same neighborhood, like just a few streets from each other. And so we met that way. And we actually have our first, well, like her, all of her three kids and my oldest three kids are all the same ages. And so they just became friends and then we became friends. And 
Okay. How, how old are your kids? Our oldest are um, 10. We have boys that are 10 and then girls that are 7. And then she has a daughter and I have a son. We're about three, three and a half. Or you know, Four. Goodness. Four. Yeah. yeah. So, and then she has one more daughter. Yeah. That's just one. Yeah. Just like That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's how we kind of like met each other and became friends and then eventually business partners. Yeah. Wow. Very that's cool. So what led you both to interior designing? Well, I started out in interior design. I got a degree in it. Um, and I just always loved it, but I had never really considered it as like a career path. Um, yeah. I remember someone once told me like, oh, well, interior designing's fun, but you have to know math. And I had like ruled out literally <laughs> anything with numbers. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's so funny. I was like, oh yeah, that's not an option for me. But then I had gotten married and when I got married, it's probably similar for Aaron. Like you finally have your first home or your first apartment or whatever. And I just like loved design so much. I loved thinking of ways to design my home. I remember we, I would like pour over Pottery Barn catalogs and just try and like mimic whatever I could in my own house. And so it's always been like a love for me. And then I started uh, a blog in design and then I went to school for it. And so that passion was always kind of there. And then for Mm -hmm. Erin, it just came up, I think a little bit later as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I always loved interior design as well. And actually I wanted to be, my major at one point was architecture and I was on the road to be an architect. And then I started working at a, a architect firm and I just was not a very good draftsman. (laughs) So (laughs) I was, um, I actually changed my major to education And so I ended up graduating in education, but then right after I graduated, I went right back to interior design. So it's kind of random. I don't know why I changed, but, um, (laughs) so I, I started, um, sewing actually for Kirsten's clients. I had liked sewing. I knew how to sew and I liked doing it. And so I started sewing pillows and curtains and cushions and, all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff for clients, and we had so much fun doing it together and collaborating with each other and working together um, that we just decided yeah. to start a new business. Yeah, we were like, we should oh, just do this together all the time Yeah, for everybody. I know. So, we just yeah. had so much fun. It was just like doing what you love with your best friend every day. We were just like, this is the life. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Still is. Ten years yeah. later. <laughs> Yeah, it is great. Yeah, so it's pretty awesome. Now I can't even imagine, like, I don't know how people do it by themselves. Like, I can't yeah. imagine ever not having a partner. So. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. That's so fun that you guys are so close and feel like, you know, it's not even, like, a job. Like, you just have fun every single day. and that's yeah, nice. It's still a job. Yeah. Right. It's not always fun, but it does <laughs> just make it easier, you know, like, when everything's yeah. wrong to just turn to someone else and be like, this is so hard and they're like yeah it is and you just don't feel like you're ever on an island by yourself right so that's helped us get through a lot I think together Mm -hmm. yeah made a big deal too that we always started out saying that like our friendship and our you know yeah our relationship first yeah so we've always known we have disagreements a lot but we always know that it's not like yeah, it's not a lot. I mean, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, wait a minute. 
times a year. <laughs> well, also, like, Erin and I are very different, and I think that's one thing that's very beneficial, but sometimes hard. Right. But, like, we have uh-huh. different personalities. We have different design aesthetics. Mm-hmm. We have different strengths and weaknesses. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, that can be really good, but at times it can be hard, and you just kind of have to work through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And so what kind of, like, when you started working together and realized, like, hey, we should actually, like, make something out of this, like, what, was there something that, like, made you officially start House of Jade, or what was just kind of, like, the moment when you were, like, we're going in for this? Um, This is actually funny, because (laughs) we started, we had a friend who we did, like, a bedroom makeover for. Yeah. And um, her husband was just, like, here's my credit card, like, just design our bedroom for us and surprise. And we were like, sweet. (laughs) Well, it's because I had been doing it for years, but it was kind of like for Erin her first time really having, like, a client. Right, right. right. Okay. And so also our first time, like, working together. Uh And what was interesting about it is I I was used to doing everything on my own, making my own decisions, not having to answer to anyone, you know, and now there's this other person with all these other ideas. And I was just like, right. oh. I'm like, you know, we should put the bed here. And she's like, no, no. <laughs> like just all these, things. there were lots of things. That I was just like, what does she know? You know, but yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I think we yeah. both thought it turned out so good that it, for yeah. me, it was eye opening to be like, Oh, actually sometimes having another point of view can be very beneficial. Yeah. Come. Yeah. And also, I think for Erin, just I think that was her first kind of like taste of it, and uh-huh. she really enjoyed it. And so yeah. I remember the first time we did another project together soon after that, and she went to West Elm and just like we had a credit card, and she just bought yeah. a bunch of stuff, and she met me at TJ Maxx, and she was like, "That was so fun!" Like <laughs> just being able to go buy something that was like you know a dining table or whatever it may be. It was. Yeah. It's like really fun and exhilarating, and so we just mm-hmm. we both started to find a lot of joy in it. And decided, and then as far as like House of Jade, I think when we had done a few projects together and it had gone well, and we were like, oh, people, people are liking this, and we're making money doing it. Yeah. Or like maybe we should actually like give it a go mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That is. So, what has been one of your favorite moments or milestones since starting House of Jade? Um, there's a lot, but I think we kind of, like, I think that it's probably, we did a, our very first parade home. Um, and I think that that was probably a big milestone for us. Yeah. And what did you say it was? Sorry. Your first. Oh, parade home. It's like a a parade of homes. So I don't, I don't think there's in other states, but anyway, not everyone does it, but it's basically like. Um, a bunch of show homes, and they're sometimes done by interior designers. A lot of times they're just designed by builders. Or, But it was a client who was putting her home in the parade, and she wanted us to design it for her. So it's That's really nice. great exposure. I mean, right. like, thousands, thousands of, people, of people who walk through it. Yeah. Wow. And that was, and it was called the Modern Farmhouse Project, which is funny because now that's like every house is a modern farmhouse right. project. But that's at the time, style. it was like one of the first, I think, right. of its kind. And right. so, I mean, we had the hashtag modern farmhouse project before I mean no one else had it right and so anyway oh wow and that was a really great project because it was kind of on the cusp of I think kind of like the natural woods and the blacks and the whites and um but we got such great feedback from it and it kind of 
changed the trajectory, I think, of our business. It really did. We yeah, just, just the amount of exposure that we got, mm-hmm. um, it kind of just like, just put us out there on a level that we weren't able to do before. And it was just exciting to be able to show people what we could do, you know, on yeah. such a grand scale. So yeah. it was really exciting and it was a fun yeah. experience. That's, That's amazing. We, we have that here too. Um, I know like some of them are called like homeramas and they have all these homes on display and, I go every single year and I love seeing all the different homes and how they're decorated. And it just like inspires me and wants me to like redo my house every single time I go. So I'm sure that was an incredible experience for you. Yeah, well, it was fun. And I think we were super nervous. We'd never put ourselves out there like that. And so we were like, oh, my gosh, hopefully no one comes and like (laughs) no one looks at this house. because We just were like, this is so much pressure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like even just the night before being like, I can't believe thousands of people will be walking through this home. Yeah. And every decision that we made. But when the feedback was so good, it just it seriously was just like the best feeling ever. Like we such just, a bet. that yeah. really was such a payoff and and so worth it. Yeah. That's awesome. And so kind of on the flip side, what would you say has been some just struggles you've had to overcome with starting your own business and making a name for yourselves? Okay. I mean, we've had lots of struggles. We've learned so much. I mean, I think that really Kirsten and I have learned everything by trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we don't recommend that. But it's <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wish we would have had some type of mentor holding our hand throughout this whole process, but we really haven't. Um, I mean, but I think that some things that or something that kind of stands out that I feel like has been the hardest for us is maybe giving up a little bit of control. Um, I think that like from the beginning, we were doing everything ourselves. Like, the, well, yeah, Aaron the bookkeeping was, and Aaron was still sewing for us. Like yeah. She was doing like, oh. for our clients, like right before right. install. So I was doing all the financials and the bookkeeping. Wow. And doing all the sewing and helping Kirsten with the design. Yeah, and I was doing everything on social media. Like, it right. was literally just the two of us. And then we got an intern, and we were like, this is cool. Like, yeah, we were like, else wow. Run some errands. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, but then, then you start, like, we kind of got into, like, hiring assistants and hiring a bookkeeper. And I think, like, being able to give up some of that control was a little bit hard. Even yes. though good for us in the long run in the beginning that was like really scary for us because you know it's like you're doing it's your baby and you right so hard to build this business and we're just so nervous to like trust other people to care about it you know Mm -hmm. so that was something that was needed and necessary but I think that that was probably a really hard step for us well and in doing giving up the control came a lot of challenges with that. Like, right. even though we made the decision to do it, it wasn't easy. And that's been, I think, where a lot of our right. mistakes have come in. It's right. just, like, doing that in the right way, learning how mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's necessary, like Erin said. So, and I think we're still trying to figure that out, right. like, how to give up control. Because when your faces are on a business, it's hard to really, like, give that up and let other people – you know, take your brand and mm-hmm. and hope that they they do well with it. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. Wow. 
So are most of your clients online or do you travel to many of them or how does that work? And um, is it difficult to design a room virtually? Well, I don't think it's difficult, but it takes a certain kind of client. And so we always tell people that like, um, so we do what's called e-design, which is what a lot of designers will do, um, where we can design a space for somebody wherever they live and, it's all done remotely. Yeah, it's all done remotely. And we have actually never traveled out to somebody's house. Um, not oh. that we It's just that a lot of these projects are, it takes a kind of proactive person. I feel like someone that can really um, take direction well and kind of be on site, you know, making sure that things are going well since we can't be there to do that. But we have done a few new builds completely remote and I, they've gone, you know, it's a lot of phone calls and emails and pictures back and forth. Yeah. We haven't really, I mean, with both of us being moms and mm-hmm. three kids and she has four kids, like that just hasn't been something that we're interested in at this phase of life right now. Like we, we like to just stay as close to home as possible. And um I yeah. mean, this is just uh like our husband's, both work full time and this is our, I mean, it was supposed to be our hobby. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think what, yeah, what Aaron's saying is like, this is something we do because we love it. And as soon as we stop loving it, we have to reevaluate, you know, Mm -hmm. and for us right now, traveling a lot, isn't something we want to be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, Like the right project came along that we were, you know, feeling the need to, but we do a lot of it just, through emails and online. Um, and we've had a lot of success with that. And I think it's, yeah. it's interesting. There's a huge market for it. And yeah. I don't know if it's just hard. For yeah. When you find a designer that has your style and you really respond to that, I think you're okay. If, if you just have to do everything remotely because mm-hmm. you're, you're willing to do that to get it that takes a little bit more work on the client's end. Yeah, like for Kirsten sure. was describing, but um, it definitely okay. works. Yeah. So, because is it like, because I've never had an interior designer, but like, is it, so they might say like, okay, I need help designing my living room. And so then you mentioned like sending photos back and forth. So then would you, since it is remote, like, I guess, how do you suggest like what pieces would go there? Like, do you suggest certain stores or like certain, do you have certain like venues online that you recommend? Right. Yeah. So what, I mean, we try to do as much research up front as possible just because, I mean, with every client, we do that local or remote, but, um, we try to hone in on their style, um, front before we source anything just because it makes it a lot easier and um, for us to source product. And then also there's less revisions, you know, the more research and we do it front, um, the less items we have to resource. So, I mean, what we usually do is just we have them make a Pinterest board or we will send them pictures saying, you know, what do you like about this living room? Tell me things that you're interested in. You know, we learn about their families, like what the functionality of their family is and how they're going to use that space so that we can make sure that it's functional and um Along those lines, you know, we just kind of learn more about the client. And then, I mean, really, we're very, like, I can picture the space. I mean, they send us pictures and how to do measurements so that we can make sure that we're sending them the right items to purchase and stuff. But then we literally send them, like, a shopping list. So, yeah, it's a shopping list with a design board 
with like a floor plan usually. So we'll be like, this is the living room layout and these are the items that are going in each space. And this this is is how you put it together. How you put it together and where you purchase everything. Yeah. So it's just a whole package ready to go for them to create the the look that we want. Mm -hmm. So instead of there in person putting it together for them, they put it together with our direction. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I've always kind of wondered how that works. So, yeah, that definitely makes sense. Yeah, and like I said, it's not for everyone. If you're the kind of person that's like, I need you to come in and just do, do everything, then it might yeah. not work. But if you can take yeah. direction and, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and, and you feel like you kind of kind of get where we're coming from, and I think it, it can really be successful for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like that. Like, I need all the help I can get. I know. I need to sign myself up. (laughs) Well, we are happy to help you out. (laughs) So heading into the holidays, now that it's December, yay, for people who um, are more, you know, like me and Alexa, who, like, Uh we aren't interior decorators, you know, like, but we want our homes to be nice and comfortable and welcoming what just advice could you give? Like, maybe there's just a simple, I don't know, like put a blanket in a certain spot or like, what would you suggest just as a simple decorating tool that can kind of help it make feel homey? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there's so many, Erin and I love the holidays. Like it's so fun for us to just kind of redecorate our homes and um, yeah, there's so much that you can do, but I think like some of just the easiest things, I feel like garlands go such a long way, and I like to put them everywhere. I put them on my stairs, on my windows, on my mantle, on my shelves. Um, so just like finding a good garland and then repeating that garland throughout your home, I think oh. that goes really far. Um, mm-hmm. And each garland, like for example, you know, on my stairs I have like pine cones and orange garland mixed in, and then on my window I have the same like um anchoring piece of that same garland but I'll do like something else mixed in with it but just to have that same kind of continuity throughout using the same type of garland throughout your home okay it can make a big difference um and then we have like really gotten into ribbon which is kind of a funny thing but it's so easy Mm -hmm. to make something feel special by adding ribbon to it um yeah so, you know, whether that's just, like, a really pretty thick silk ribbon or, like, a cute striped ribbon, like, we kind of put ribbon everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's a really fun and affordable way to add detail to everything. Mm-hmm. So, and I think it's, like, overlooked. Like, you yes. know, like, put ribbon yeah. on your stockings or on your wreaths or on your planters or, mm-hmm. you know, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> on the back of your bar stools. Like, it's just, it's it's such a fun little touch that people don't often think about. Right. Right. Well, and like, I love how you said, like, it's something more affordable, you know, because not everyone might be able to afford, like, certain things, but something like ribbon, you could. And I feel, and I think, did you a while ago do something with a ribbon and a door wreath? Yes, that was Erin. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, well, that was a simple idea. <laughs> the Target wreaths that are super cute. And then she added, we saw these, this cute ribbon in our shop, and she just added that. But, it's just something that's different, you know, like your neighbor can yeah. breathe as you, but yours just feels extra special because you've added that little touch. Right. I love I, it. 
something special too about the holidays is is that's not much different from regular decorating like year round is that I still feel like you need um, uh, not necessarily like a theme, but continuity throughout your home. So Mm -hmm. instead of like buying a bunch of random Christmas decorations that are red and green, you know, I think that you find something you like and you continue that theme throughout your house so that it still coordinates with each other. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Yes. Kind of tie it all in. Yeah. Yeah. Something that ties it all together. For sure. Yeah. Because I feel like I am one of those, um, like, if I see something cute, I'm like, oh, that's cute. I'll get it. But then it might not all go to, then, like you said, like, I end up with all these random cute pieces by themselves, but they don't necessarily all flow together. (laughs) Yeah. And I think that's something, you know, early in your marriage, too, or when you're first starting your home, you don't really, it's hard to go out and buy all the things at once. And so you're doing it over the years. But then because you're doing it over the years, doesn't really always all go together. Mm-hmm. So, like, having a clear vision up front, I mean, it's just like anything that you do for your home. Just having that clear vision up front will help you make better purchases. Yeah. Yeah, thank you for that. So what would you say would be, like, a mistake people make when decorating <laughs> for the holidays? Maybe not a mistake, but, like, something you're, like, that makes you cringe. or like, ugh, that's probably not the way to go. <laughs> Oh, no. I mean, I don't want to offend anybody. (laughs) You don't need to give me. We won't be offended. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I don't know. I think it's just in general with decor, invest in some, like, nice pieces. And Mm -hmm. it's okay to mix it in with all the other fun stuff you're getting at TJ Maxx or Target. But, like, just have some things that just feel nicer. Yeah. You know, I I think you can. I think it's important that you mix high with low. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it. You can tell if the space is all low or all high. Yeah. You know, I think it's better and feels more lived in and homey mm. and true to you if it's yeah mixed more. and collected. Well, yeah, and I think going along with the collected, like, I, you know, I can tell when I walk into someone's house and I'm like, oh, you just got everything from Target, which is cool. I get it. That's easy. But, like, <laughs> do, like, a little bit, to just put in a little work to find some things that are a little bit more unique. You know, whether that's, like, yeah. you – that was passed down, you know, from your grandparents or whatever, or something that you found that was, like, unique handmade on Etsy or, like, a Christmas market. I just think Mm -hmm. having some things that feel unique to you Mm -hmm, um, help all the other little things that you're buying at some of those more mass retailers. Like, it will just make everything feel a little bit uh, more high-end and a a little bit better. Yeah. And so do you – both have a favorite room to design like is there one room that like just really excites you or really gets you going (laughs) Erin does I don't really have a favorite but she sure does I am just like such a kitchen person like I just Mm. love kitchens like I just find myself like drooling over kitchens all the time and I don't I don't like it's just bring me happiness (laughs) beautiful kitchens are a big deal to me I, I like that. I agree with that. I yeah. feel like most people spend most of their time in the kitchen. So yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm, I was telling Erin, I feel like I'm just kind of like a finishing touches person. Like I get really excited about accessories and the details. Yeah. All the details. Like that's kind of what I love to find on Pinterest are just really beautiful, like styled shots and things like that. Um, but I do, I kind of love it all. I mean, I love a good kitchen probably just as much as I love anything else. Yeah. <laughs> 
So I know you shared some things that um, people can do um, who are on a budget. Um, are there any like specific places that you would suggest um, finding like good, good things to use to decorate that are, you know, for everyone? Um, are there specific stores that you suggest for someone who's on a budget? I mean, one of my favorite places to go for things um, is actually Etsy. I love buying art on Etsy. Like, you can find the best vintage art that is original and beautiful. I mean, like a reasonable price. Yes. And I just feel like um, there's just such an untapped market there. Etsy is so huge. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to search. You have to know what you're looking for. There's endless options on Etsy. So I think fun and what also is fun is that most of the time you know like nobody's gonna have the same thing as you if you find it on etsy you know right yeah so i feel like it you it feels original and unique and well and you're supporting another like right right so i just i'm a big supporter of etsy we also just love like a good target trip just like the next person you know like erin and i (laughs) lot of stuff from Target. Yeah, we do. And uh, and even just like TJ Maxx, I think. Yeah, Home Goods. Yeah, yeah. Home Goods. Like you never know what you'll find there. Yeah, um, sometimes you can find some good gems. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I love me some TJ Maxx and Home Goods for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and well, as thank you so much for all this, and we'll just ask a few more questions. Just curious, like as interior decorating being your job like do you feel like you change up your decor in your home more frequently than maybe the typical person or do you you know because you always kind of have that eye for something or have you been kind of set in your home style for a while I mean I really like to change it I think it's hard because we're seeing so many things all the time yeah yeah actually my problem is I have a hard time choosing which of the beautiful things that we see all the time should I put in my home? You know, right? So, <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm like the opposite. I'm just like I'll buy all of it. We'll <laughs> <laughs> change it up. And yeah. I'm more of like a minimalist. Like I'm just yeah. like, well, I'm not going to put anything there until I find the perfect thing. You know, mm-hmm. so so we're kind of different in that sense. But um, we do switch things up a lot. Yeah, and I think it's easy. It's just like anyone else probably. Like we. I like to change accessories out a lot. Like mm-hmm. I have, you know, different faux plants I'll go through depending on the seasons or different kitchen accessories just depending on, you know, the mood I'm in and stuff like that. Okay. But the big piece is I don't think we change out too much. Like we no. we kind of stick we have like we some have. good basics mm-hmm. that we build on and switch out. Gotcha. And I think that kind of like scratches the itch, so yeah. to say, like, you know, of course we would love to just be able to afford to change things up more often, but just being right. able to on some new pillows in the spring or switch art around sometimes like mm-hmm. I feel like that kind of does what we need it to do yeah yeah that's cool well something we love asking our guests on our show um is about some self-care so we know that you ladies are so busy and um your moms and you have this amazing uh business that you started as well what's something you do to unwind after a long day or a busy week what's something you do to take care of yourself well, that's a good one. Um, and they're both kind of different. I think they're yeah. both different. Yeah. I um, I actually really love spending time with my animals. Like, I've always, my whole life, I don't know why, but my whole life I've wanted to live on a farm. So now I'm, like, finally here. I've only been, and it's, like, nothing. It's, like, more of a hobby farm. Like, I think right. 
farmer would laugh at me, but, um, <laughs> like I just, I really think that my animals are pretty therapeutic. Like I love spending time with the goats or feeding the chickens. And I think it's also just being outside and getting fresh air and being away from my phone and the computer. I, it's just, that's, I feel like is really good for my mental health and my physical health. I just, I really love that. Yeah. And I think mine's kind of along the same lines. Like I, I'm really into gardening and everything to do with it. And so for me, it's a lot of, if I can't be gardening, like right now, it's reading about it, dreaming about it, thinking about it. Um, and I think what's kind of been fun is Erin and I have both kind of found these interests over the past couple years. Um, but it's been nice to have something that's separate from our business that Mm -hmm. we love to learn about and Mm -hmm. grow in and that we're both passionate about. So yeah. I just think having our own things has been really good for us to come back to our business and be like, okay, you know, I have my own thing that I can do that I can give my energy to that's separate from this business that kind right. of feels draining at times. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think whatever that is for anyone is just finding something that, like, we love our business and it's a passion for us, but it's good to find other things that you can do that mm-hmm. that maybe don't take out as much mental energy from you, right. <laughs> that don't demand right. Which is maybe your job does that you're still passionate about. Yeah, and you yeah. still love. Yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. So how our last question, just how can our listeners find out more information about you ladies and House of Jade Interiors and what your company has to offer? Yeah, I mean we have um our Instagram is probably the best one. Yeah just at House of Jade Interiors, or we have a website and our blog. We have tons of information about us and mm-hmm. lots of fun things on our blog. There's more. I mean, yeah, we, we like to kind of just, like, share a lot more about, like, informational aspects of design on the blog. And then right. yeah. Instagram's just, like, fun snippets of, you know, site site visits or whatever we might be doing. And it, there's something kind of everywhere. And our website has a little bit more of, like, the background on each of us and our business and stuff like that. Awesome. Well, we will definitely keep following you on Instagram. And um, I just thank you so much for taking the time to do this and um, being willing to share your advice and just all your little tidbits, because now I'm like, I need to get something to tie it all together. (laughs) Just like little things that are making me think of just some easy tips I could do. So thank you. Yeah, it was really fun to talk with you guys. Yeah. We just, I mean, we love connecting with other women who are also out there doing their thing. Yeah. It's been fun. Yes. We love it, too. Something nice after a long day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's nice to meet you guys. All right. Thank you so much, Erin and Kirsten. Thank you. Thanks. Have a great week. You too. Bye.